Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. I want to read you a text message. This goes back to what we were talking about on the show yesterday. Garner, you were talking about the all-star fast food trio. Uh, yesterday on the show, we just started talking. Wouldn't that be great if there was a fast food restaurant just called All-Star where you could get your favorite of all the fast foods because you like this burger, you like that fry, but you love that milkshake. You don't want to have to go through three different drive throughs No. You just walk up to one counter and you order it all in one spot. This will never happen, but it's a nice dream to have. Anyway, this goes on, uh, Garner. You were talking about the all-star fast food trio. Mine is simple. A&W Teen Burger, A&W Fries, A&W Root Beer. No need to go to three different places. It's all right there. Keith. Well, Keith, that's fantastic. I got to ask, are you the guy from the A&W commercials? Are you? You just might be. I'll bet you that guy's name is Keith. Doesn't he look like a Keith? And I always assume, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? The guy that's in all the A&W commercials. And he's, sometimes he's in London and he's handing out teen burgers. Sometimes he's in Halifax and he's handing out teen burgers over there, whatever he does. That guy looks like he owns the franchise. Doesn't he, he just has the look of a guy that owns some sort of franchise? I don't know. Maybe it's not A&W. He just looks like a guy that bought a franchise in something. But what is that guy's name? If somebody could find out, I guarantee you his name is Keith. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Somebody uh, dug into the internet and said, no, A&W guy's name is Alan Lulu. That's fun to say. Says he's just an actor. And he's been lying to us all. You know what else I learned about uh, Alan Lulu, the guy from the A&W commercials? He's only on the A&W commercials here in Canada, but he's from America. <sighs> what? Uh, he's good, though. I do. I kind of, I like him. He's non-threatening. He's likable. Guys look at him and feel like they can joke around with him. He's got a good sense of humor. He can laugh at himself. Women can laugh with him, too, because, well, he's not going to hit on them because he's standing in downtown Halifax in a fast food uniform handing out teen burgers. I do like that guy as a spokesperson. You know who I like even more, though? The, um, the, uh, I don't know what his name is. The guy from the Canadian Tire commercials? That guy has just enough dark, twisted edge to him to still be likable. You look at him and go, and you go, ha. Sometimes that guy cries and yells at himself when he's alone in his car, just like I do. But he knows exactly when to turn it off and pull himself together. That's why I like the guy from the Canadian Tire ads. How about you? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Good morning, Garner. How are you? Is this Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> you wish, eh? Oh, man. <laughs> I just want to yeah. hang out with him for like 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. How oh, glory of your life would be at that point. Yeah. I wouldn't even ask him for a picture. Not even an autograph. No, I just want to sit down and go, what's the deal, Wayne Gretzky? What's it like to be you? Seriously. When did he, yeah, ask him when did he realize he was the it factor? He was the man. Yeah. And he just always kept his cool. Like, I, I get the feeling he never really became a radio edit. He just sort of, he was the same guy from the start of his career to the finish of his career. Ask him randomly, like, what kind of mustard do you have? Yeah. yeah. You know? 
How much like, money do you have in your wallet right now? You, well, do no. you actually still eat tuna? Yeah. You know? <laughs> when you're standing in the kitchen and you realize you're out of ketchup, do you just go to the grocery store by yourself or do you have somebody who does that for you? Or do you already have like 15 bottles sitting yeah. there waiting? God, I have so many questions for Wayne Gretzky. Right? Yeah. Hey, Garner, you know you were talking about sticking a hand in the sink with yeah. water? Yeah, the dirty, water. having to re- extract the, the soggy, gross dish rag. Oh. <laughs> Gives me the cringes, man. I hate that more than anything in the world. But um, yeah, screw putting on rubber gloves. That's just ridiculous, dude. Yeah. You know the you know the scrubbies with the handle. Oh yeah. Long handle. Well, you get one of those on the end of that. It has like on the where the scrub is, the the plastic base of it, I guess, uh, has a little lip on it. And some people use it for scraping stuff off. Man, I just use that to jam right up underneath the uh, drain plug and just pop it right up and out. Smart. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you for this. Never put your hand in there. Don't put your ridiculous gloves on, and then you got to wash your gloves and still grab ah, fish posh. Okay. Well, thank you. What? Uh, I don't even want to go for a beer with Wayne Gretzky anymore. I want to go for a beer with you. <laughs> like David Tibgarn. I got your back, bro. Have a good one. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. If you're listening, Wayne, I do still want to go for I was just being polite to that guy. Just being polite. Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Hi. Um, you guys were talking about things that, like, are really unsettling or feel really weird. Yeah, not necessarily gross, just kind of, yeah, they make you feel kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, I've got kind of a story about that. I used to work at the Bottle Depot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... I, the shoes I wore there were, I don't want to call them open-toed, but they were, like, meshy. I wanted ones that I could easily rinse out at the end of the day. Um, and I want to say that that was honestly my downfall. I would get, like, rotten milk running in between my toes. Oh, you'd get, you'd go home, you'd get bottle foot. Oh, yeah. It just... I don't know. That just seems like nurses wearing Crocs... People in the bottle depot wearing mesh shoes. Like I would, I've never worked in a hospital. I've never worked in a bottle depot, but I sort of feel like if all of a sudden day one of my new job at one of those two places, I'd be like, I'm going to wear closed toe shoes. Like, I feel like I would have that dialed in before I even got there. Yeah. I I switched it out after like two months and wore a pair of boots. It worked pretty well um, for the easy rinsing part, but I don't know. The, yeah, uh, I just got like so much weird stuff. Like rubber boots should be the only footwear that you wear at the Bottle Depot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lesson learned. I. Oh, let me guess. Were you one of those people that went gloveless too? Like you just sort of freehand? Oh no, God no! I uh, definitely wore gloves. You do see the guys working in there though with no gloves on, and I'm kind of like, what the hell? The gloves didn't really help. I got like. My skin went really weird. I had to leave there after about three months of working because my fingers were not quite blistering, but like peeling from the weird uh, cocktail of liquids. And I actually was so allergic to it that I had to quit. Like I full body reaction. Yeah. Runway modeling and uh, bottle depot, two careers that will just mercilessly spit you out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Bottle Depot Becky, everybody. Garner! 
This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Well, the Sonic Rock door is enjoying her weekend. Back Monday morning, though, at 820. This is the one right here. Monday morning, it's worth $1,482. If you go to sonic1029.com right now, you can hear that clip again. Good luck. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Hello, are you guys still talking about Gretzky? <laughs> Why, do you know him? I'm, I met him a few times when I was a teenager, but uh, I read a few of his autobiographies and uh, there was a few interesting notes in there. Okay, give us a couple of highlights here. Well, you were uh, talking about, like, his amazing character that hasn't changed with all his uh, stardom. And I think he would attribute that to his parents. His parents were, like, amazing. And he talks in his autobiography about when Gretzky got some money, he wanted to buy his dad a beautiful, beautiful car. But his dad refused. He wanted to keep the uh, family station uh, station wagon. See, this and, is the uh, kind of stuff that just makes me love Wayne Gretzky and love his dad. Well, this is going to make you love him even more. Um, when he goes to a restaurant with his wife and there's a big uh, lineup, he will not use his name to jump the queue. He uh, will just wait with the rest or find another place to go. Hmm. Yeah, I like that too. I think it's. I think he's an amazing guy, and uh, if more of our uh, hockey players can be like that, it'd be pretty sweet. What's your favorite Gretzky moment over the years? Uh, that's a really good question. He had so many beautiful moments, but I think actually the most beautiful thing for me is his character. Uh, I just love the fact he has a strong character and has kept it throughout. And so for me, that's definitely the highlight for me. Yeah. I think we need to talk about character more in this day and age. But the, my, my favorite Gretzky moment has nothing to do with him playing hockey. I think of him standing in the back of that pickup truck with the Olympic torch and dri- driving through downtown Vancouver and just guys running behind the truck and there's Gretzky in his white tracksuit thrusting the torch into the sky. How fantastic was that? The Garner Andrews Show. Pop, pop, pop. Podcast. Hey, you were talking about weird feelings. Yeah. How about that one when you fall asleep sitting up and then you think you wake up because you think you're falling? Yeah, that is a strange feeling. Or that, what is that where you're just kind of falling asleep and then all of a sudden you just have that weird spasm, that that thing? What is that? I don't know what that's called. Like when you like, you're, you're starting to nod off and you kind of like jerk up and wake up. Wake up. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that's- that's a weird one, too. We call that the jerk wake. No, that doesn't sound good at all. No, no it doesn't. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Nat says, Garner, weird feeling. This has happened to me a couple of times lately, and it creeps me right out. I take my dog for a quick walk in the park not far from my house right before I go to bed, usually around 10.45 or 11. I think I'm all alone in the park, but then I catch a whiff of cigarette smoke coming from nearby. That's creepy AF. Thank you, Nat. Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Friday, and this is what's happening. Ooh, come on and 
have held true to their word and released their cover of a Weezer song. After Weezer, of course, covered two Toto songs, Toto decided to do Hashpipe. Meanwhile, Weezer's cover of Africa has become the number one song on the Billboard alternative charts. It's the first cover to be number one in 14 years. Sonic. It just takes Jimmy Eat World has a warning for anybody starting a band. When you're coming up with your name, make sure you consider the acronym for that name. They say to watch out for it, especially when it's displayed prominently on your merchandise, something they've obviously had to deal with their entire careers. That being said, Jimmy E. World still love their name, and they're going to be in Edmonton playing Sonic Field Day in just under a month. Sonic. And a special pop-up Sonic show is happening tonight at Plaza Bowling. Human Kebab from USS, Colorado, and Fred Penner are playing a free show. Space is limited, and it is first come, first serve. But did I mention that it's free? This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. I am actually quite excited about The Meg. I saw the trailer. I was at a movie a couple of months ago, the first time I heard about The Meg. And I said to my wife, we have to go to that. And she's totally not into it at all, so I'll probably be going by myself. But if you think about it, the, um, the Meg is for people that watch Shark Week, like you and I, and you watch those, I was just about to say stupid, they are stupid, the Megalodon documentaries, there's never any closure. It's always a cliffhanger. It's always that, we'll have to wait and see if Megalodon actually exists. No, I just want closure. I need an ending. It's sort of how you feel about the way Lost ended, right? That's how I feel about the Megalodon documentary. So I'm hoping for some closure from the Meg. Uh, somebody texted and said, at several movies I've been to, audience reactions for the Meg trailer have been largely positive. I felt the same way too. I sort of feel like this isn't Sharknado. I think this is kind of the next level. Uh, somebody said, Garner, the Meg trailer has me so freaked out. Kayaking on Wobbaman yesterday, and I was like, what if? I can't even watch the trailer. I don't know what your name is, but yeah, I sort of feel that too. I spend a lot of time on and in open water. And I don't think that going to see the Meg is going to make me any more comfortable, you know, in the water bobbing around after a wipeout. But I have to go see it. Like I said, I do some of my most hardcore TV viewing every year during Shark Week. I've watched an unreasonable amount of Megalodon documentaries. So I have to see the Meg for that closure that the documentaries are not giving me. I feel like I'm going to walk out of the theater at the end of the Meg this weekend and I will finally be able to move on with my life. Like, uh, oh, it was real. And then I can get back to my family and my hobbies. That's what I'm hoping for. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, it's Garner. Why are you still here? Don't you have a, a job or a friend? And if you don't, I apologize if that's insensitive. Uh, anyway, while you're still here loitering and looking all shifty, let me tell you about a new podcast called The Big Story. It's a daily news and everything else podcast featuring some of the biggest names in Canadian journalism, and it's hosted by Jordan Heath-Rawlings, a guy that's been lobbing questions at smart people for more than 15 years. The big story, get it now, fresh off the podcast showroom floor.